Hello, illiterate listeners. I want to give you a quick content warning. This week's episode is going to deal with some uh, graphic sexual material, uh, sexual assault in that nature. So uh, just a fair warning for everybody involved. That will be involved with this week's episode. So uh, thank you. All right. On to the episode. What's up, everybody? This is Illiterate. My name is Evan. My name is Taylor. I read some tweets this week. Ooh, I watched a movie. This week, we are covering Zola. Zola is a new movie about a waitress who gets swept up in a human trafficking scheme on a trip to Florida, and it's based on a Twitter thread, a 148-tweet-long Twitter thread. <laughs> Uh, in yeah. October 2015, I've never heard of anything, of any kind of movie being made quite like this. This show is all about where did things come from, why, and we thought what a perfect opportunity to pick out something new and fresh. There's a ton of fresh talent attached mm -hmm. to this, and it's definitely got a lot of people talking, so we're diving into Zola. Yeah, it's also, some would say, credited for popularizing even the idea of Twitter threads, because this is 2015. Uh -huh. Oh, and so, okay. God, to have 148, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, total, boom, 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 one after the other. And then Asia, she goes by Zola, was 19 at the time. Young person doing something new in the internet. It seems like not that long ago, but it was quite interesting <laughs> to a happened. lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Lots happened since then. Yeah. And then I wanted to, since I'm a crazy person for numbers and whatnot, I was like, well, how much is that? Because I can't even comprehend, really. So I did some data analysis on it and averaged out the amount of words per tweet because it was when oh, really? now they can do 280 characters. Then it was only 140 characters. Okay. But her tweets average about 30 words per tweet. And so that ends up being about nine pages single-spaced or... Gotcha about a 15 minute read if you were to just read it all the so way it's exactly what executives in hollywood have the attention span for <laughs> maybe even a little long yeah <laughs> yeah and because i was like did this happen over you know was she holding them out like a series <laughs> you know oh, was, yeah yeah was, how fast yeah how fast yeah. did it all come out <laughs> it was posted over a two-hour span no way she was yeah. just hot on it that's awesome yeah, I love yeah. It. so just one after the other after the other as yeah. much as you could post it almost in real time. So that's why it grabbed people when it came out. And then I, I saw A24, the distribution company is also putting it out as a book. You can get it as like merch. Hilarious. On their website <laughs> with all the graphic design. Now I'm interested and, with it. You know, if yeah. you just lined it up in a document, nine pages, single space, I, I now I'm like, I want to see what the book looks like in physical form. Uh, yeah, I think it's, are, yeah. I'll post a link to it. I think they, they, you know, they spread it out to 140 pages. Each tweet gets its own page and a <laughs> graphic and, you know, they do graphic design with the, with oh, the crazy oh, caps man. text and everything. It's a whole, yeah. They Beautiful. Really, Gorgeous. <laughs> we'll work into it. So that kind of, we'll start with the book, the tweets. Because I was not privy to this at all in 2015. No, I really, I had no idea. I, I heard about the movie and that's the only reason I know about this. This is going up, uh, you know, Spring Breakers, your beach bum territory in mm -hmm. a lot of ways. You know, this is heavy onset of the unreliable narrator. I mean, uh, uh, that is attacked in the movie yeah, um, yeah. in a hilarious fashion. But I, I, this is a whirlwind. So I'm, I'm glad that we, I'm glad that we're picking apart something so fresh. Different, yeah. There, there is nothing else. I tried to find other stuff. 
I mean, there are things that are based on articles that we cover. Right. Often, you know, I was trying, I did the same thing, trying to this, think of something yeah. was like, what's based on something really awkward or like <laughs> or truncated <laughs> or like what? And there are poems. Yes. But nothing, nothing, nothing to this quite degree. like this. And yeah. it certainly is a hallmark of the times and a, and, a, and a signal to the future. So I'm stoked. Mm -hmm. So Zola, you said she was a waitress. She began waitressing at Hooters at 18 and learned there about exotic dancing sex mm. work, not sex trafficking, which is a whole right. other removing the agency, but we'll get to that at the end. Her mother, Nichelle, who is a paralegal, balked at the idea of her doing this kind of stuff, but she said, I can't tell you to stop, but what I can say is you need to come to me if there's any trouble. Mm. And then these are direct quotes. And she said, and don't do anything outside of your dancing. Mm. Just do the dancing. So that's mm -hmm. what she was doing at the time. And then in October of 2015, this is in Detroit, was is where she's from. She posted this long tweet thread about this trip to Florida and everything went awry. And this girl that she thought was her friend and then got her involved in all this mess. It blew up, garnered recognition from Missy Elliott, Solange Knowles, Ava DuVernay. Mm. They all- Ava? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She said it's got everything. It's got characters. It's got arcs. It's got the makings of a whole piece here. And I'll post a link because it was all deleted and removed, lost to the ether of time. But of course, people screenshotted it. Oh, yeah. And that's how I saw it. Oh, I mean, it's the only way to really yeah. experience. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I thought it was great. I was hooked. I mean, you really? have to understand. It's 140 characters. It's a tone and a voice and a style that I would never be able to duplicate because I'm not. Right a black woman from Detroit who is a sex worker. So it has, you know- It has an energy, man. It has completely an authenticity, different. yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly what's great about it. And I think why people gravitated to it so much. <laughs> but I will say from what the things that I do know, which is storytelling and pacing and that kind of stuff, it is, I would even draw it more to like a James Patterson novel, like thriller type chapters, mm -hmm. because with 140 characters, it is like a sentence or a sentence and a half- yeah. within each post and reading it piece by piece. That's how they write commercial airport novels is each chapter is like a page or two and you just right. want to get to the next thing. And so she has to put and knows what she's doing, maybe not in the- In the strictest of rules. Right, right. But, but she, you know, each, she, yeah. yeah. Each tweet, each line has to be either an inciting incident, a complication, a crisis, a climax, or a resolution leading to the next inciting incident of the next right. scene. I went through and looked at each tweet and I was like, oh, I can see how this this has, even in the sentence form, the subject, the direct object follows <laughs> an inciting incident, which leads to a complication. And then the next one, the complication becomes a crisis and a choice she has to make. And then after the choice, you know, it, it all builds. It's mathematically so I was very engaging. <laughs> <laughs> it fits, yeah, the, the, the Pixar model of how you would write a beginning, middle, end, rise, fall, wow. five act, you know. Beautiful. Maybe not down to the T, but sure, there sure, is a, you it, know, it does, just in the broad strokes of it, though. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I would say go in our show notes. If you clicked on this, you probably have already read it, but either read it again or read it for the first time because it is fun. She does have a very distinct voice, and a lot of her turns of phrase and the way that she puts things is quite engaging. And what the movie I think adds or increases with her stuff is the humorous kind of, she is mm -hmm, mm -hmm. looking back on recounting in the moment is horrifying and scary. Right. But as she is relating it, she starts with, hey, let me tell you how yes. me and this girl fell out. And so 
This is horrific is a, yeah. subject matter presented with an amazing amount of, uh, of of levity that I was not prepared mm-hmm. for. I didn't know what to expect, but the tone that struck here because of exactly what you're saying, looking back, the narrator looking back on it, uh, it strikes this comedic tone that just, it, it, while the movie it makes you want to just scrape your nails off sometimes, the mm-hmm. tone is right there in a lot of ways, like almost like pushing you to enjoy it. Like, it's okay, laugh, you know? <laughs> Right, right, yeah, and that's definitely her <laughs> put into it. Yeah, it's sure. like, and on the outset, I kind of uh, compared it to something like Spring Breakers or The Beach Bum, both of which I think go far deeper into their delirium than Zola. Right. Uh, Zola cuts through and tries to tell its story a little bit more succinctly without, you know, really delving and going off of that end, which is, there's everything to be said about that, and I was expecting it with this, and it didn't quite do that, and I really actually kind of like that it didn't because it's different than those movies. I named. And because the source material didn't. It's, I was listening to interviews and whatnot with the writer and director. There's a whole section of the tweets where it's like, and we met and we took a road trip down to Florida. And it's like, what's the road trip to Florida? God, 14 hours together in a car. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's its own thing. But that's just completely glossed over because we have to get down to Florida. That's not right, part of this, right. you know? So the timeline for this, what happens next, a month later in November of 2015. This guy, David Kushner, who works for the Rolling Stone magazine, put out mm-hmm. an article because he interviewed or tried to as many people as he could identify that were involved from the angles, yeah. everybody's angles of what they say it was yeah. and who identifying if you could, blah, blah, blah. Zola King admits to embellishing details, but most people admitted the general gist right. of what's going on. There was a couple things. Uh, like 80%. Had, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she had said, I made people who probably wouldn't want to hear a sex trafficking story want to be a part of it because it was entertaining. That's right. a direct quote from her. And that's what happened. Everybody was glued to it on Twitter. Famous people are talking about it. Rolling Stone is talking to her. <laughs> you know, what, that's ex- I loved yeah. hearing you say that, actually, because it's exactly what the film does. Whereas like, if it was handled by maybe one of those other filmmakers doing those other, uh, those other movies, I, I think you would turn a lot of other people away. I think a lot of people aren't probably are already lumping it in with those types of films, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of people might be surprised to go in and see it and be like, oh, it's not completely like going into that mindset and living there mm-hmm. uh, and and really giving you no answer to kind of like strive to, uh, too yeah. meditative is what I guess I'm getting at it. It doesn't quite do that. So I, I really enjoyed how to it, it stuck uh, while <laughs> yeah. feeling like, com- like it's completely on drugs. It's, mm-hmm. it does, it does move and it, and it doesn't, allow, it doesn't, like I never got It's short, it's like, like 80 oh, no. something yes. minutes. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, it itself is, this is the story we're not yeah, waxing poetic. The way it is handled, I think, yeah. keeps a lot of audience members around if they're already, if they can get in the door. I think that's the biggest thing is, how do you distinguish this from something like Spring Breakers? Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that added to her sensibilities, which I don't know if many people would cover, but she said she had posted and removed the story twice and no what? one cared. Like. In terms of rewriting it, she had presented this in a way twice before on Twitter, didn't go viral, didn't make headlines, but what did she change to it, making it more darkly funny, keeping the gist, accentuating, like you said, the 80% elements? That's crazy. Uh, (laughs) That it was already up there. Look, even on Twitter, they got Mm -hmm. drafts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And so some of the discrepancies... Her embellishing the sensational details, the two biggest ones were 
Z, and they change the names for the movies versus the sure. tweets, but Z is X, who is the main guy shooting the other pimp. Yeah. There was no, there was no murder, which is the biggest, you know, one of the big parts of it is murder. And then the boyfriend who is Jarrett in real life, mm. his suicide attempt jumping off a balcony, that did not happen either. So those, okay. she puts in the, in the tweets but that did not happen. Perhaps so probably they, the most sensational. So no one yeah. got shot? Correct. Yeah. No Guns were shot. waved around, but gotcha. no one got gotcha. shot and fled gotcha. a scene or anything. Yeah, like no, the, the, other, yeah. The, the other pimp gets shot in what I, I saw to be the shoulder, so it's almost inconsequential yeah. in that. And it, again, it doesn't get to murder. And then the whole time, for about 10 minutes, you're like expecting the scene to end in exactly that. So the fact that they get out of the scene without a murder happening, again, is like, okay, it's got some walls up here. It's not... You know, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. So, and then the big thing that was different when Rolling Stone went to other people's sides, Jessica is the white girl's name who gets her on this crazy okay. thing. She says, she completely refutes the entire thing and says she never prostituted. Zola was the one who wanted to turn tricks in Florida. It's an incredible turn in the middle of the film where the movie starts over. And instead of Zola as the title, it's in the film. Her name is Stephanie. <laughs> and then the, that is the title. And it's starting yeah. all over again. And she is the narrator and trying to present it. But she's just like all into Jesus and like mm -hmm. being pulled into it every step of the way. It's like it is absolutely drop dead hilarious is my so favorite that, yeah. part of the film. <laughs> So the reason they did that, her interjecting her side of the story, as it actually happened, she went on Reddit and defended <laughs> herself. And so I went and read this as well. And in the movie, that is the exact verbiage of what she said on Reddit. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it the reason the they did it, like, yeah. it made the film for me. <laughs> her portrayal, her defense of herself and painting herself as the <laughs> ultimate like good person and then Sola <laughs> as the ultimate villain was just, it was drop dead hilarious. Well, and Jeremy O'Harris, who is the writer, he said, you'll be reading something. It mirrors the internet, like how I do research for the show. You'll be reading something and then you'll find yourself on six other platforms or someone comments on the Twitter. Have you read Jessica's version? And then you go to Reddit and it's it's a completely different feel. The comments are different. And then you go back to the real one and keep reading what you were reading. So that's kind of what they wanted the feel to be in the same way that people yeah. felt the Twitter thing. And then Jessica, the real Jessica is coming on saying, no, this is what happened. That's really cool. Yeah. So yeah, what happened in the movie is entirely based on Zola's account. And all three agreed that Jarrett threatened to jump off the balcony, but all of them said that he actually did not do it. See, and I'm I'm fine with if everybody says he threatened it, I'm fine for the screenplay and the movie version for him to do it and it to be inconsequential and just be a character thing. It's brilliant. It's hilarious. And the tweets as well. It it, <laughs> it does round out his character. <laughs> yeah in her version of the story to finally go off the end. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just thinking what? about him going off, trying to, he just throws himself off a balcony, but it's like, it's like seven feet or like, yeah. like it's not. <laughs> in the tweet, it's like four stories or something. And he does God, throw yeah, himself they, they, off, but then his pants get caught on the railing. And Oh, so he did attempt it. He definitely attempted it. He didn't just threaten it. In the tweet, he attempted it and was caught on the balcony. In real life, he didn't even he attempt didn't. it. Gotcha. No, he just yeah. threatened to do it. Yeah. There's, two, there's two steps down to reality we have to go through. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. So speaking of that with adapting stuff, I was looking at, because the reason we're doing this is because it's such an odd source material. Yeah. That kind of made me think... 
how do they license this? So, so that was a big thing in 2015. No one could figure out how to license a, tweet a movie <laughs> from tweets. Yeah. And so the event was at the end of March. And this is just for my own timeline because I was confused. This is when she did it. This is when this happened in yeah. March. They went to Florida, but then she didn't tweet about it until October was okay. when that happened. Yeah. A few months to process. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Put it together. And she said she saw her name was trending at four, at number four above ISIS. And she oh, was like, what in the world is going, just speaking to the, how one thing, now the internet has a billion trillion things all the time. Right. But one thing could capture everyone on the internet for a day. So Zola has a producer credit on it, but the film is technically based on the Rolling Stone article. Right. Right. Which frustrates her a lot because she's like, well, it's my story, but they have to get it. A, a prestige magazine and some white guy who's written articles, it's yeah, <laughs> based that, on his Because usually it. they're treating it like a, like a criminal almost <laughs> doing a, a story off based off of a book on something. You know, you, mm -hmm. you go to the... the to the articles written about something that happened and so you're licensing the article and that author who put together the story which he did a ton of legwork so it's like mm -hmm. that's totally valid but there's i understand her frustration because it is a root it's it's not as if she committed a you know a murder and she can't make money off of that because she did you know it's like she she yeah. wrote this onto a platform. I, who I, it'd be interesting to argue Twitter as a platform being different than a paper and pen, or she um, doesn't have her own website. You know, you know so it, that's yeah. very interesting that for her to be cut out. So I totally understand that point of view. But I think that the Rolling Stone article is obviously where the basis of it on a legal matter would would mostly <laughs> lie, at least to the the majority degree. But it's. It's almost really sucks that Zola yeah, gets yeah. something out of it because I mean, like I she, said, she ended yeah, up. It's yeah, like somebody found up. her notes, you know, and mm -hmm. then you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> then tracked it down. It's like, well, the hold on, the notes. It's yeah. not like she's a criminal, you know. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. That, and that seems to be the way that it's gone about is uh, to cut her out of it inadvertently, or maybe very. I don't know. I don't. That's very. I would be upset yeah. too because she hasn't done anything wrong, and it is her story. But she was still involved in it. People, she was right. saying people were sending scripts to her after all of this came to be. And they were like, put a Zola twist on it. And she's like, uh, no, uh, I don't, I want my thing to be made. It's not even done yet. Uh, her mom, Nichelle, who I said is a paralegal, she's also her manager. So she kept vetting all of this stuff right. that was coming to her or producers coming to her, coming to Detroit, yeah. being really weird, <laughs> wanting God. this stuff. In 2016, James Franco was set to direct the film yeah. and his production entities were being involved. And then in 2018, it was shelved. There was sexual misconduct allegations against him. Yeah. Just in general, there were two other producers and it's like, are three white guys the right people to be doing this? Yeah. <laughs> I think that was also a factor. Yeah. So I, I, huge, huge. And and I, I having seen the film now, I'm, I'm kind of glad that... Uh, I'm kind of glad that everything happened the way it did. And these people got mm -hmm. a chance to do this because I think they really, they really have something. I mean, it's cool, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. So I'm glad that it's not just sit sitting next to the disaster artist and now has some sort of awful cloud hanging over it because somebody like that was involved with it. Yeah. So who then gets this is the current director, Janixa Bravo. And I found that she had actually tried to option the article in 2015, but was really? outbid. Yeah. 
So she didn't get it, but she had her eyes on it and knew some, that was something that she wanted to do. Her friend, Jody Turner-Smith, told her that it was back on because she was at a party and heard that James Franco wasn't going to do it anymore. Mm. So she said, lock this down. So she yeah. auditioned and got the job and then brought Jeremy O'Harris on, who is the writer, co-writer with her. Mm -hmm. And they definitely made sure that Zola was involved throughout the whole process and asked her what things looked like and what were the types of things Good. people wore and what her apartment looked like. I just wanted to get her. paid. <laughs> yeah. So she was paid life rights for it. Thank God. In this there we draft. Go. Okay. And then. Good. Yeah. I'm like sitting there yeah. thinking, it's like, there's got to be a piece of this where it's undeniably <laughs> like hers. So, you know, and I'm, I'm, that, that there it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then also she said that Franco's team gave her 1% of profits and then with this version, she gets 2.5% nice. of the profits because yes. that's more standard to things. So, and then so the, you do when you get Franco out of the way, she <laughs> sucked up that percentage and then everybody else gets their fair share. <laughs> well, it's just funny too, because her mom was with her in this interview and they didn't disclose anything. But Zola said to the interview, she, she said, it means I can get the check tonight because they were having dinner, but don't call me tomorrow. Ooh. Like they didn't get, <laughs> they didn't get that much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so- the creative process of this, like I said, directed by Janik Zabravo, the screenplay is by her and Jeremy O'Harris, who is a playwright. Both of them come from theater hmm. and the more literary sensibilities of stuff, the epic poetry, Greek theater. Yeah. The other stuff, because they were trying to, you mentioned how how well it draws from the original piece. The story is in the telling, which is the medium of Twitter so they had a lot, and they do have a lot, that go with that theme. Like we said, Jessica interjecting her side of the story. Mm -hmm. And they also add chimes, like the tweet sound, which are yes. indications when the dialogue is exactly what Zola tweeted. I was wondering that. I, I didn't put yeah. it quite, I didn't get the thought fully formed, but I definitely was picking that up. Um, very mm -hmm. successful. <laughs> yeah, so that that was interesting to me. They also had an early draft of the script at the start saying, on October 27th, 2015, 500 million tweets were published, and then they throw out a bunch of random tweets from that day, kind of <laughs> putting you in the context of, oh, this is a crazy anomaly. Yeah. This is almost a, a time capsule of history for the internet, but that right. got cut. And then the big thing was the sort of ending, which you had messaged me before when we were talking about doing this after you had seen it, saying it was a little abrupt yeah, or I, strange in that way. I watched the film with some friends and we were all into it. This is our kind of way. It was a great time. Um, but it just ended and we felt <laughs> as it, it really did. And we felt as if there was at least one more scene when, and we all kind of in the room said, yeah, we needed one more scene with the boyfriend or something. Cause they had, the boyfriend is in from the first moments and then he comes back in, in the middle as she's, you know, kind of like calling him on the, on the text and being like, I'm okay, I'm fine. I'm not going to have my phone tonight, whatever. And then he doesn't come back and it felt as if they're, you know, we all said, man, I wished I would have seen her get home back to her boyfriend, back to this safe place. It looked like they were in a, like a decent, like good relationship. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it would have after all the craziness, we all felt like, yeah, it would have been nice to see her even yeah. just one joke about like, well, how was it? You know, like it just mm -hmm. the shortest, the most minimal of anything. A single shot could have that to be said, there could have been other things. I don't know, but I'm it. it Started asking questions of yeah. to myself. I'd be like, well, then what about the Twitter thread and how much story <laughs> yeah. was there beyond where this actually ends or, or are we already beyond the purview of the tweets? So here's to answer your questions of, well, what did actually happen? 
they considered a lot of different options for this ending. They thought maybe even doing something really historic, sort of a cinematic montage of black-white female friendships, because the story is of how these two girls stopped being friends. It's even how the Twitter thread starts. That's how she ropes people into the whole thing. So they said, that's how we wanted it to be. Hmm. We wanted it to be this abrupt ending. Mm -hmm. It stops not a second after (laughs) they stopped being friends. And so that's that was their artistic intent, at least, with why they did it that way. I don't know whether it's, like you said, successful in that from a cinematic standpoint, but that kind of led me to thinking about the tweet thread because it doesn't end where she says, and then I got home, or then we decided to go home. It actually has a whole other piece to it yeah. that they didn't get into at all that involves other people and kind of what the actual resolution is for the Twitter thread, what which I'm surprised. It? Yeah, so, this, is, this is exactly what I was wondering. Yeah, so just to remind people again, she's talking about the distinction between sex work and sex trafficking, primarily being consent. And she was saying, what I did before the trip was sex work. I worked in clubs, and she's talking about what could go wrong, where we got robbed or girls got beat up. But she said, I'd never seen that type of experience referring to this Florida trip. When I got lured on the trip, they attempted to remove my consent. She was a professional dancer, you know? Yeah, yeah. She was a professional. She went to work (laughs) at at a a designated place every day. And, you know, so it wasn't, you know, the, and then the purview of this film is, 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 goes off a deep end with what this friend gets her involved with really quickly. It's somebody else controlling you and telling you where and when to do what and for how much and take, and it's, That's sex trafficking. And she said, quote, she said, this is a quote. She said, it's not a white van pulling up and throwing you in the car. It's not taken. Your homegirl invites you to Florida and you never come home like that. That's what she, you know, that's, that's the premise of the story. So this is the discrepancy, the real sort of discrepancy with the end of the tweets and the end of the movie. The story ends with, in the tweets, Zola, just Zola flying back to Detroit with Jarrett, the boyfriend, and leaving Jessica and Z. They're behind in Florida. So she yeah. goes back. Yeah. Zola's boyfriend, they're, you know, they're still together in real life, to my knowledge. Oh, wow. So all is fine and dandy. But there's an, the, the next set of tweets, she says, and then four days later, I got this collect call from jail in Las Vegas. Oh, my God. And they were arrested for sex trafficking. Jessica got sent back to Detroit. Rudy ends up being the the real guy's name who's doing the sex trafficking. And this actually happened because immediately on Twitter, people are looking in the stuff, looking, corroborating, trying to find people's names, figuring out whose mom's who. I mean, you know, the internet goes crazy. And so Rudy actually did get arrested in Nevada on many counts, sexual assault, sex trafficking, felony counts. He pled guilty and was sentenced to 16 years. But the reason he was arrested in connection to Jessica is another similar story which these women, also one of them is named Jessica, so I'm just going to use their last names. These two girls, Forgy and her friend Pello, again, these are the last names, on a road trip in 2015, same time, they broke down in the desert and they knew Jessica because they were from Detroit and they needed some money. They had no money. They were like, oh, we know that she does sex work. We could do this. Let's ask her. So she told her, she told these two girls, oh, I'll fly to Reno We'll go together. We can dance and fly back home. Oh, my God. And so they get picked up by Rudy. No. Not, Jessica's not there. Takes them to ho- a hotel, takes their phones, starts advertising them for sex work. 
sexually assaulted them. Forgy fled, was able to escape, ran out, ran down to the front desk, said, I need help. He's up there and grabs her. And she says, you're not getting away with this. Like, you know, because now it's, they're in a public space. So he runs. And then when he returns, the police tackle him, they arrest him, they connect him to all this stuff. Wow. And- this woman, Forgy, who was 19 years old, again, after when she was in Nevada in 2015, said that he put a hit out on her during his trial because the authorities apprehended a hitman who was wow. three blocks away from her house. They've had just such a horrible, like, they're not happy with this movie. I hate to bring sort of a, a downer into this, but it's like, that's a whole other piece of this story wow. that is different people that had a, a very traumatic and i mean zola had a traumatic experience as well i i hearing the rest of it i really wish that we had gotten the boyfriend off of you know she's back from the mm-hmm. plane we get rid of the duped boyfriend who's been an idiot yeah. this entire time not seeing what's happening under his nose get rid of him go we're back in the safe relationship with zola cut to some girls we've never met before they need help they're hitchhiking here comes a car lo and behold Oh no, and yeah. that you know, I, 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 I feel like that this it's all it's it is still rich up to a point, and I, feel, I, I see what they're trying to do with the the relationship, the the black and white leads there, but I mm-hmm. did not feel their connection. I really wanted to go back. I wanted Zola to escape and to have any kind of sense of closure on they got caught by doing the exact same thing to some other innocent girls would have been some really nice rounded out closure to this insane story. You don't have to show and go into all the particulars of it. You don't have to waste another half hour, but you can do in a very couple succinct shots, get the audience going, Oh my God. You know? (laughs) Well, that's what was crazy. Yeah. That was the, that was the final tweet was got a call from prison. This guy was arrested. Jessica was arrested. Yeah. I she wish, in real I wish the yeah, audience had yeah. gotten that because I did not feel that it centered closely enough on the relationship between the two, which I almost I think is a farce by the end by that point in the film anyway. I think it's valid mm-hmm. about halfway through because it's a very much playing on we're friends, you and me, but it dissolves yeah. because she is not her friend and I'm not thinking about that by the end. So that's a very interesting thing. I, I think I do subscribe to the tweets, man. It's a very, it's a, man, it sounds like it's a full, it's a full story. Um, and not that, yeah. the, not that the movie's bad because it doesn't have it, but it leaves you thinking. And I, and I don't know that it left me thinking and all, and I, w- I wish I'd got some of that rounding out the, that the tweet thread yeah. provides, but I guess, I guess go read the tweets, you know? Yeah. You well, I think also, it, was it a page? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Jessica also, just as a last little thing, like, you know, she had denied all of Zola's story saying it's all false. She was the one prostituting herself and this was her idea and all of that stuff. But it's, it's also, she was, you know, in spite of saying all of that saying, I was helping other girls be put in that situation. I was literally brainwashed by this guy, you know, the... It's it's such an interesting character with her as yeah. well. Did we know what happened to her? She was not charged with anything. She did not go to jail. She has a different boyfriend and two kids now. Okay. I don't know if she's in Detroit or not, but but yeah, nothing. No, I'm more just glad stuff. that she, maybe yeah. she's found some uh, she's out stability. Of it, yeah. Oh yeah, no, she she responded after the movie came out. I saw in a thing she was hoping the attention it gets helps curb sex trafficking. Yeah. Like she's not. Yeah, but it's just it's interesting that the complicated nature of her relationship with it all. Oh, man. And if nothing, like we said at the top, a format that we have never seen adapted 
That's what I saw in it. I saw, man, I'm, I don't know a movie based on something this this fresh, this new. It's got all this new talent attached to it. I love looking at this, you know, IMDb page and not knowing a name on here hardly. <laughs> I mean, for real. That is a breath of fresh air to be able to pull something up and be like, these people were really doing something uh, worthwhile. It's a strong piece. It was going to evoke <laughs> some reaction from you. Mm-hmm. And it is really a portrait of the times and where we're headed uh, in a lot of ways. And, 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 and to round it out into that Jessica, the Stephanie Jessica character that maybe can do some good to put, shine a light on these things. Because this is this is dangerous stuff. Exactly what the point of doing this, uh, that what you said about, you know, you might just go on a trip with your homegirl and never come back. Like that's it's well, you think that sounds insane. Here is a depiction of exactly how that can happen because it does happen. And here's somebody who lived through it. That's really valid stuff. So I'm stoked that something like this is getting some attention. It's definitely got people talking and we'll we'll have to see what it does. Uh, Looking forward uh, for awards and stuff like that. You never know these types of pieces. Either on its own or as a stepping stone for these artists artists, or just opening up the subject matter and the content to say, hey, you can present this story this way. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be taken and be, and get, and be so Hollywoodized. That right. Or, or you know, go down the delirium guy. of it and it'd be a meditative thing that, that people can't stand in a lot of ways. You know, <laughs> right. like, you know, no, right, this right. is a way to deliver the story in a catchy, flashy, uh, direct fashion that uh, couldn't be any any more fresh. So I'm really glad yeah. that we had the chance to do something like this. I wanted to thank you, Taylor. This was incredible work. I wanted <laughs> yeah, to thank, thank our you. audience for sticking with us. Uh, we really appreciate your support. Let us know what you are reading. Let us know what you're watching. Is there something that you are excited for coming out on the horizon? Let us know. You never know when we will do something on, on either your favorite thing or that thing you don't know anything about. <laughs> we'll be there for you. Uh, thank you so much. We will catch you next week. 